Happy Wednesday, and welcome back to another exciting episode of the Rocketeer Minute, where each and every day, Monday through Friday, we go over one minute of the greatest adventure movie that Walt Disney's ever made, the 1991 Joe Johnston-directed feature, The Rocketeer. I'm one of your hosts, Jim O'Kane of TVDads.com. And I'm Hal Bryan, an airplane nerd from the Experimental Aircraft Association here in Oshkosh, Wisconsin. Now, Jim, I got to tease you a little bit. We had a happy Wednesday yesterday. Today is happy Thursday. Oh, gosh, I'm <laughs> off. I'm sorry, but it, it's We don't know what day it is. It is the moon landing anniversary. That's right. I'm sorry. Well, every day, is, it, it, it feels like Wednesday. It's looking at the 10 it's, to 3. It's, it's got a very Wednesday vibe to it. Yeah, it? That's, that's true. That's, I, can, I can feel it. I, I want to go... Well, but it's a different Wednesday. Uh, but uh, anyway, we're back. We're watching. Uh, we're watching Cliff uh, do a, a B and E, breaking and entering here. Rocketeer uh, <laughs> minute. He's right. he's busting into uh, the the uh, a laundry room, and he's doing it through um, what Brian uh, Johnson probably makes all day for a living. He uh, he's bunch, busting through some nice stage glass there, which uh, means it's a lot of a lot of crystallized corn syrup has met its fate. So. <laughs> Actually, it it's I, I was reading up on how to make uh, movie glass, and it seems relatively easy. I mean, I guess you have to get the temperatures right and stuff, but basically, you're making candy. Uh, it's 300 degrees uh, light light corn syrup. Uh, add a little bit of uh, cream of tartar. If you've ever made a lemon meringue pie, you've probably got some in the in the spice rack somewhere, and just um, sprinkle that in. Add some water and uh, and sugar and. Then you pour it into a flat pan on top of some uh, saran wrap, and boom, instant, or not instant, but at least uh, you know an hour. You're an hour. You're never an hour, more than an hour away from uh, glass you can punch through. I wonder if there's anybody out there listening who has never done this who will give it a try. And if so, <laughs> just be back. careful. <laughs> yeah, yes, report back yeah. and be careful. Because, yes, it's you know, hot I'm, stuff, yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> do, do not try this with real glass, okay? Do not right. contrast and compare. Exactly. Uh, um, but it is amazing how convincing that looks. It's got such a thick look to it. It even, you know, almost has that uh, has that leaded look, which you you might expect to see. Well, you, you're the architect uh, architecture expert. Would we still have seen leaded glass commonly back then? It's it's the 30s. It could. It's not really heavily leaded. There'd be a blue tint to it. it, it okay. This is probably floated on tin and just made out of made out of glass. And I think it's just a wood frame. If you look at that that frame. Yeah, I guess it love, is. Love those classic latches on there. Oh yeah, that have been painted over about twenty times. Yeah, yeah. You know, over <laughs> with, the years, which is amazing too, because it gives the yes, it had lead paint and probably some mercury and asbestos thrown in just for seasoning. Yeah, it's. Uh, it's another interesting detail. I've never given this any thought, but you know, the South Seas Club is this, uh, you know, this immaculate, uh, just little haven in this film. Not so little, actually. It's a you know, like massive set. You know, here we've got this laundry room uh, that we're breaking into, and uh, I, like I said, the, I just now occurred to me the latches being painted over and and looking like they've been around forever. That's what a laundry room and the that's what the back of the South Seas Club would look like. This because this is not what what gets the attention you, you know it's, it's funny it's that's the way most large banquet facilities I, in my in my sordid past i was sure. uh, i've been a waiter i've been a bartender and if you go to a lot of country clubs and and banquet halls that's pretty much what every every back of the house looks like right right down to the anti-skid strips on the on the <laughs> ramp that uh that our intrepid hero runs down oh that's right yeah those uh railings right along the wall there and then there's a, a i guess it's just a laundry cart isn't it is that do we see that looks smaller than what we see a bit later yeah i think 
I mean, this, I, at first or, I thought it was a very sort of archaic wheelchair. Oh no, that wait, makes you no mean, sense. But. you mean the one, the the one as he he goes down the. What about second seven? We just we're just seeing him coming into frame with the laundry sign in the foreground. Oh yeah, yeah. It's almost like a yeah, like an old fashioned gurney. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, that, I guess that's that's uh, age appropriate for the for the thirties. I've never used one like that. Most of the ones that I've seen in large uh, country clubs and stuff, it's usually a tub, big plastic tubs. Oh, sure. With the with the name of the <laughs> of the golf, you know, whatever the golf course ever ending in CC. It's something like if it's you know Happy Valley Country Club, it would oh. say HVCC on the side sure. of it, and poorly spray painted uh, stencil. And speaking of that, we do get a glimpse, at least on one of the laundry bags. If I'm not too far ahead of myself here, um, you know, Cliff walks through this area. There's uh, there's an ironing board back there with a great looking vintage iron on it, and then he's uh, he's coming to the stack of the laundry bags. We see one sitting there that, as far as I can tell, just has SS stamped on it. Yeah, I guess it's um, famous enough that South Seas, South Seas that, that would was, be enough. Yeah, would be enough, um, and you know, and no uh, no unintentional foreshadowing to some of Neville Sinclair's friends who show up at the end of the movie. Yeah, <laughs> very very different kind of SS. I find it really odd that I mean, whatever room that was that. Uh, that Clifford broke into, uh, it was just a simple plate glass versus the, uh, the, the laundry room is rather heavily protected with the, uh, the, the safety glass. That's that, that one's with the uh, chain link, uh, oh, sure. kind of uh, baked into it, uh, with bars on the front and, you know, panes, but he wasn't going to come in through the laundry room. That is, uh, the laundry room is a fortress. It looks more like a prison laundry, doesn't it? Yeah, it doesn't. Than it? anything yeah. else. And, and I keep, <laughs> keep looking at that. That bottle on the shelf probably looks a lot like a, a bottle of Bromo Seltzer. Yeah. So I'm, maybe. You know, maybe I bet you that's what that is. I was trying to think. We can't get a great look at it, at least in my mind. But uh, it, it could be. Or the other thing I remember, these are more memories of my ancient childhood growing up during the Civil War. The uh, <laughs> uh, I can remember some. When you were uh, enacting the Civil War versus barely right. later yeah. reenacting the Civil War. <laughs> Yeah, we had, I mean, I, I can remember a neighbor who used uh, Niagara spray, spray starch, but it wasn't, it, the Niagara starch was not in a spray can. It was in a bottle like that, and you would fill up like a, a Windex pump sprayer, and uh, that would be the oh, bottle that the starch came in. So that could be, that could be starch. It would make um, a little more sense than just to have a random uh, bottle of Bromo seltzer uh, yeah, sitting there. It, Though the Bromo it, bottles were blue. They but, were blue. Uh, that was a common I thing. That, I don't know if they made them that big. No, but I mean, blue bottles, the, the Cooper sulfate, copper sulfate uh, bottles were a common thing back then. The blue bottles were uh, were popular in the 30s for everything from, uh, you know, not only just the, the you know, for merchandise, but it was also used for things like uh, dinnerware and things like that. There sure. blue, the blue glass. And I could swear that's a hodl behind him, but I know it isn't. It's probably just a, oh no, I'm sorry. You know what? I'm confusing that, that thing. It looked like a hodl, but it's actually... An electrical outlet followed by a uh, an iron, an old fashioned iron. Oh, off, uh, yeah, far off to the left there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could, yeah, if you in some frames it they start to blur together, but then when you look again, you can see it's a it's an electric iron with an interesting stand. The way it's uh, held up, you know, there's a good inch, inch and a half of clearance above the above the ironing board when you set it in its stand, and then you can yeah. see where you'd lift it off, and that you can just tell the texture that big heavy cloth wrapped uh, power cord as well oh yeah yeah and, and the heaviness only compounded by the uh, the windows which obviously had those big 
uh, steel sash weights that were inside the walls. Right. That is one solid building. I know this. I know this is just one big prop. I don't think they went on. Yeah, they, they went on location, but it's a heck of an accurate looking laundry room of the 30s trying to get somebody on who does modern commercial laundry and uh by the time we get out of the south seas i hope we have uh the person i'm thinking of get, uh, on so stay well, stay be, tuned please that would be great yeah and do you ever get the sense is there a hotel associated with the south seas club did we ever uh, you know i don't i don't know i don't think so i mean I, there's a there's a brief scene where we're flying over the south seas club and all right. i see is like it's just kind of by itself uh, about a half a block down from it's actually diagonally across the street on hollywood and vine it's on the i'm trying to think it would be on the southeast corner of hollywood and vine okay kind of would be over um, I'm just I'm I'm trying to picture what's it, what's on those what's on those corners, but it's that one corner that nothing ever seems to get built on. Interesting. Uh, the uh, the northwest corner. I just corner <clears throat> wonder because I was sitting here thinking. I guess with uh, with white waiters uniforms and all the tablecloths, you know, the South Seas would do a fair amount of laundry. But it just uh, not only in this minute, but uh, but later. Not to give anything away, we we come back to this room and there is a lot of laundry in here. Yeah, well, and dinner's just, gone. Dinner's gone on, and I'm assuming that they're putting out a fresh tablecloth for every. Ah, uh, that's true. You know, we've had the soup course, as we as we know. Yes, as so we, we know, and and that all doesn't always go well. For, yeah, for everyone. <laughs> like, then uh, you know, very quickly as we we transition from the laundry room, and uh, we come into the club, we see uh, several scenes. We we get a glimpse of that. Uh, that gorgeous mural in the background, and it yeah, was isn't it something? It's like wow, it's like it's a diorama almost. Yeah, no, it has looks like it has so much depth to it, and this was driving me nuts for uh, for a long time because I knew it was familiar. I knew I'd seen it before, but I wasn't quite sure where. And then uh, then it clicked. Um, this is from I I will stake. Uh, well, Jim, I'll stake your reputation out okay. if, if I'm not quite ready <laughs> well, to stake my own. <laughs> no, okay, that this is uh, this is a painting by a guy named P.G. Lawler, Paul George Lawler, who worked uh, with Pan American Airlines, and he oh. was their sort of their primary artist for like travel for the, posters for or? travel posters. Yeah, from the 30s to the 50s, and this was uh, if you boy, if you Google Pan Am South Pacific travel poster, you will see snippets of. I, I guess I can't tell you that this is the exact painting because it had to be recreated. Plus, there's a uh, Lawler esque. Yes, it's very Lawler-esque, but it's the colors, the angle, everything looks right. The reclining, uh, the reclining woman on the far right, um, and then in, in sort of a widescreen version, there's a woman on the far left carrying a big basket of fruit. In uh, in what I know, it's cropped about halfway to the right, so you just see the right side of it. And there's a Boeing 314, the Pan Am Clipper flying boat, uh, very oh. prominently placed in front of the hill. I think if uh, if people look look up at that travel poster and, and compare it, I think you'll agree. Um, especially when you see slightly wider versions of Lawler's uh, Lawler's work, uh, the scene there is uh, is the harbor of Pago Pago, the capital oh. of uh, American Samoa, which was home to a U.S. Navy base from the late 1800s up through the late 40s, early 50s, I think. So, so. A, a location appropriate mural, absolutely, right there, uh, smack dab in the middle of the South Seas, and uh, not a hugely common stop uh, for Pan Am, but it was one that they certainly served that area and made made stops there. They found, uh, if I remember correctly, the 314s, the big luxurious clippers. They basically think, think uh, South Seas Club plus luxury hotel uh, in the air is what these flying clippers were like. And uh, they would stop at, uh, at here at Pago Pago on their way to New Zealand uh, going across the Pacific. Little spot of civilization out in the middle of the the uh, tropical paradise yeah, around. Exactly, me. complete with uh, complete with friendly natives to bring you gigantic yeah. baskets of fruit on their heads. <laughs> but, well, the ones that are not you know, that are on shift, the ones that are off duty, are just laying down in their 
large floral, floral well exactly outfits yeah but there's uh, there's something about that color palette I will I absolutely love there's this there's so much uh, sort of golden warmth to the hillside than the blue in the foreground and uh, it's just it's instantly evocative of the era um, and I think they just uh, I, I have to presume that, uh, that they had an artist come and sort of you know use this uh, use this poster as a bit of inspiration and then just paint it large and recreate it. Looking also at a world gone by as the uh, the fellow carving the roast at the table. Oh, sure. Um, that beautiful. I mean, you can do that, but most of the places you go now, it's if you go to Brazilian restaurants where they bring around plates of meat and things like right. that, it's but the only at-table place now. It's, uh, yeah, there's a, uh, terrific, gosh, there's a terrific Brazilian place in uh, Seattle. I'm drawing a blank on the name of it. Uh, they're old school enough. They, they carve it at the table, and you really don't even get a plate. You just get uh, sort of an extra thickness of wood in front of you <laughs> to eat the uh, eat the steak off of. It classic. is uh, um, yeah, very classic. I was at my old co-host on the airport minute. Mark Cerulli had his fortieth birthday party in the I want basement is the wrong word in the in the bottom level of the Plaza Hotel in New York. Oh wow! And there's a beautiful Brazilian restaurant in the in the basement, and they actually uh, carve with swords, large uh, broadswords. Oh, how cool and, is that? Uh, and bring you like little eye rounds about as big as a meatball on 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 the ends of the swords and they just like slide them off on you know ready for you to pop into your mouth i am uh, i'm officially hungry yeah I just, <laughs> and i just had, i just had a roast beef sandwich and i want more more <laughs> so. you know as we uh, as we progress through the the minute uh, you know cliff gets a glimpse and uh, you know more great uh, you know facial frustration by uh, by our pal billy campbell yeah uh, gets that glimpse of uh, jenny and neville out there on the dance floor yeah, and it's, I, just just before we get there, though, oh, I just sure. want I just wanted to point out I don't know if it's a friend of the producer or it's the director's uh, oldest daughter or somebody, but there is somebody who has I don't think ever been a background star, and she walks in front of uh, Billy at about four, second forty two, and she's got this ear to ear grin like I'm in the movies. <laughs> Look <laughs> at me, I'm a star. <laughs> she just she just cut in front of the Rocketeer himself. That is just fantastic. Yeah, we just I just saw her. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah, but uh, we were watching, uh, like you said, we're back. He gets the, he gets his first glimpse of uh, the radiant Jennifer Connelly in, right. uh, in that beautiful white white dress uh, dancing with the man the man in the purple suit. Uh, Yet it works for him. It know? does. It, he, it really, he, he let's can face carry it, Jimmy it. pulls it off. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, that guy has game like Parker Brothers. It's right. just, oh, and it's, boy. Uh, it's it's amazing too because they're you know they're they're literally right there in the spotlight and you your attention immediately goes to them but it's not uh, it's not exaggerated it's yeah. not like the whole other scene is pitch black and we've got just this one very artificial bit of light it's just they're the ones who are sort of uh, especially Jenny with that white dress they're the ones who are just glowing in this scene wow yeah it's it's amazing and you know and, and just then the, the it's not the James Horner score it's in its, we, we've talked about in a sentimental mood previously right. with uh, Tom Geyer but that music just brings it right up and you can just feel uh, the, uh, Cliff about to scream <laughs> right. he just wants to go take the guy's head off and I love watching the uh, the band leader with the clarinet yeah. who's uh, yeah. perched in front of the uh, what we've uh, what we've agreed after a lot of acrimonious discussion to just call a mollusk I think is yes. where we ended up. and uh, <laughs> some just, selfish he, device yeah. yeah selfish he just ends it with such a flourish and then he turns back to the audience to accept a bit of applause yeah and he's got that um, kind of a cab Calloway tails on it yeah those really long tails and he's yeah. he's wielding the clarinet like a weapon almost yeah and and, and Neville Neville and now Jenny knows yeah. that he they own the room i mean right. just, it's uh getting wild applause and stuff just a 
Yeah, uh, you can just feel the you can feel the um, the gorge. I think is the proper word. The gorge rising in rising uh, in, Cliff. in Clifford. Yeah, and it almost it, it looks as if like the the band leader with his back to the audience as he's taking the the band right to the very end. Uh, he's he's turning around and and sort of expecting the applause to be for him. But then as soon as you look at at uh, Jenny and Neville, as you said, they're just basking in it. And you say you said it perfectly. They own the room and everybody's looking at them. Yeah, that's yeah. not something I'd really picked up on before. That I just you know you want to think well. You know, hooray for the band, but no, never mind. It's <laughs> yeah, I mean, you two people dancing. Son of a yeah, he's, yeah. He's just ready somebody, to just run down. Somebody who's been yeah. somebody's been on stage and you know brushing away at the drums while people dance and things. Yeah, you really want the applause to be for the musicians, but it it, it almost never is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, these are these guys are destined to be background. It's a shame. But anyway, we've we've got a good we've got a good wrap up on this minute. But we're, we got to talk. We'll talk some more on, on real Thursday tomorrow. On no, on yeah, that's right. On real Thursday, which is tomorrow. <laughs> no, today, no, no, no. Today on real, real Friday. Thursday. Today, today's real Thursday. Yes. No, today is fake on, Wednesday. Real today Thursday. Today's fake Wednesday. Real Thursday. So tomorrow. join us tomorrow. Hopefully, hopefully it's Friday. But we'll we'll wrap up the week tomorrow with. You know who? I mean, oh, well, amazing. we've been waiting. We've 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 had her on two weeks ago, but you've got to come back and hear the the beloved, lovely, wonderful, talented Melora Harden will be with us tomorrow, and she's got a lot to say. And we're also going to talk to to her about another movie and a, kind of an uncomfortable question, but she, I think she'll handle it with a plum. So we'll check back with us tomorrow as we, as we uh, welcome back uh, the lovely Melora Harden, and we'll try not to gush, right? So. <laughs> No no gushing. Good good luck. Yeah, okay. (laughs) Meanwhile, join us here on social media while you're waiting for Melora to show up. Uh, Twitter, of course, Rocketeer Minute. Facebook, facebook.com slash Rocketeer. You know all this stuff. Let's go to rocketeerminute.com and put something around it, and you can find us. Find us, and you can find us on iTunes, Google Play. Go there, type in Rocketeer Minute. You can subscribe, get this every day. It'll be fine. Join us here as we really end the week on Real Friday tomorrow with Melora Harden on the Rocketeer Minute. So until next time, over and out. Go get him, kid.